Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and yeah. Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 1063. Stone, what were the what, what are the the right now just grandstand tickets? I, I didn't check back with you. Miami Grand Prix F1. What are those going for right now? So general admission, yeah, is a little under a thousand dollars. Okay. You know, grandstand, minimum of $1,200 is what I'm looking at, right? Got it, got it. So, Vegas, and our buddy Aaron tweeted in, Vegas, they have their inaugural F1 race actually on the strip. And so their grandstand, Friday through Sunday, you're going $1,600, almost $1,700, so a little pricier than than Miami. It's still going to be a hot experience. Either one, going to be a hot, exhausting experience. Just, ugh. I, I, listen, I'd love to go, but Ken LaVica, your boy ain't paying to go. No, but if you're going to go to one, we go to the one in Vegas. Vegas is an experience. You because have, it's on the strip. The location makes the it different. Yes, but like I We've said We've all seen Hard Rock break. Stadium, the outside of Hard Rock Stadium. If it went through Hard Rock Stadium, that would be cool. It doesn't go through Hard Rock Stadium. No, it doesn't. There's no value outside of the event when you go to Miami. Tons of value, tons of fun waiting outside of the event probably in Vegas. Uh, Stone, can I have exciting, happy car music, please? Uh, if, if we could if we could beach boy this up a little bit. Here, All right, yeah. Uh, because we are giving away two passes to Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car mm-hmm. auction at the South Florida Fairgrounds April 13th through the 15th. Join in all the excitement at Barrett Jackson's 2023 Palm Beach Auction. Experience the action as hundreds of the most sought-after vehicles cross the block. Go for a hot lap or thrill ride on the Barrett Jackson Performance Track. Explore the vast exhibitor marketplace. Enjoy live music, food, and more. This event offers fun for the entire family. To purchase tickets or for more information, visit Barrett-Jackson.com. But right now, we are giving away two passes to Barrett Jackson. Plane, name that decade. Because a lot of those cars come from different decades. It makes sense. I don't know if everybody's giving me that look. You're so creative. Name that decade. It was not. It was not Ken here. Name that decade. All right. Little peek behind the curtain here on uh, Ken Levick Alive. Uh, if you heard the beep, I'm talking to you right now. What is your name? Where are you from? Because Stone said he didn't understand you. What is your, what is your name? Where are you from? Lavelle. Lavelle. West Palm Beach. Lavelle in West Palm. Lavelle, how are you, brother? I'm good. Awesome. So you're going to play Name That Decade for a chance to go to Barrett Jackson, okay? Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So, Lavelle, here is the question, okay? In what decade? And I'm not talking a year. I'm going decade. In what decade did the miracle on ice happen? Lavelle, what decade did the miracle on ice happen? Ooh, in the 80s. Lavelle, you're going to Barrett Jackson. 1980, in fact. Lake Placid, Lavelle is going to Barrett Jackson. He is the inaugural winner. Two passes, in fact, to the Barrett Jackson car auction starting April 13th at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Lavelle, well done, is the inaugural winner of Name That Decade. That's what's up. Appreciate it. All right. Stone's going to take care of you, get your information. It's as simple as that, Jeanette. That's how you play Name That Decade. Awesome. 
I even knew the answer to that. Uh, do you go to Barrett Jackson pretty often? Yeah, I've usually gone. So the long story short, I have uh, when I was bartending, my regulars are huge. I have two regulars. They're car people. Very car people. They have a collection. And they would pay for me to go as they would pay for whatever outfit I wanted to buy. And they'd pay for all my drinks. I literally was like a little trophy girl to yeah. hang out with them. It's a good time, though. So you were just a, you were a, um, what would you call it in that spot? I You're like a, a tro- just a token, uh, token hottie that so. is with them at Barrett Jackson. Absolutely. Your life is fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely fascinating. Let's go ahead and get Steve Palatino ready to go. He is the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is a man who knows business, a man who knows family, a man who knows something about everything. He is the smartest person we know, and we talk to him every single week. Now, I want to, before we get to Steve, though, I want to go through a couple more of these tradition unlike any other, tradition unlike any other uh, answers that we've gotten. The Masters has not been anybody's sports tradition unlike any other. Despite what Jim Nance says, the Masters has not been hey. anyone's, anyone's answer here. Anson tweets in, my favorite tradition in sports is cutting down the nets after winning the national championship, which FAU would have done this year if they weren't bleeped over by the refs. Dude, I just started getting over all I know. Like, I know. People, I, I mean, listen, I'm still salty about it. Did you watch Monday night's game? No. I didn't. I didn't watch a single I solitary I second I of it. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. A single solitary second of it. No way. Uh, Brent tweets in. Uh, Hank Williams, Monday Night Football Open. That, to me, was a sports tradition unlike any other. Beautiful choice. The Hank Williams version of Monday Night Football is so much better than Carrie Underwood open to Sunday Night Football. I would agree. That song he is wants so, us to agree. In fact, I would, I would, I would like argue. Like- Big fan of Carrie. Well, but that doesn't mean the song's good. It makes the song sound better. No, just because you're a fan of Carrie doesn't mean the song is good. My ears say so. No. It's a ba- it's an objectively bad song. The lyrics are terrible. Just like one shining moment. One shining moment, <laughs> people love it for the highlights. The actual song, the lyrics are trash bag. It makes bad. Oh, that's cringe. Bad. One shining moment is very One shining cringe. moment's lyrics are so cringe worthy. <laughs> if you actually listen to them, there's no way you can actually like that song. Let's have a man who I'm sure has one shining moment thoughts. Again, he knows something about everything. Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, Steve Politziner. Time now to ask Steve's. Steve Politziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Like again, just like Carrie Underwood, waiting all day for Sunday. Now what else would you be doing? Of course. But if it's a game, if it, nobody's waiting for Sunday night because Sunday night's the worst day of the week. It's the worst time of the week because that means Monday's coming. The next time you open your eyes, it's going to be Monday. Sunday night sucks. So, yeah, fine. Maybe if you're a fan of that team, but nobody wants to actually wait until 820 to see their team play either. I've been begrudgingly waiting all day for Sunday night. I'm gladly waiting all day for Sunday night. And then you've got one shining moment. The ball is tipped, and there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. Gag me. Gag me. 
feel the Who came up with those lyrics? Mind. My grandmother? Steve Politziner with us here. Ask Steve's on ESPN 106.3. Oh. Uh, Steve. Oh, uh, You're st- touching so many nerves with me already. I, I like, want to explode, but... No, no. Defend one shining moment. Like I get, we like the the fun little pictures and the crying college. I, I I fast. I didn't watch it till Monday, or no, 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 no. Tuesday. I didn't watch it till Tuesday. I fast forwarded right to the part with all the FAU players. That was good. Good times. Thumbs up. Made me happy for a brief solitary second. Still getting over the San Diego State shot, but the lyrics are absolutely abjectly cringeworthy. Dumb. Like I'm sorry. That just is Steve. Ken in the. Uh, 10 years I hosted a daily radio show. Um, there might not be a song that is more intertwined um, th- for me than One Shining Moment. One Shining Moment to me is everything. I watch it every year. I tape it every year. In fact, my son was falling asleep in the game and said to me, would you please tape One Shining Moment? Like, which I, I or record One Shining Moment, which I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> my kids are crazy as me. Um, I sit there. No matter how big of a year I was involved in college basketball or not, some years way, way more when I was covering teams. Now I sit there, I watch it, and I cry. That is my end of college basketball every year, no matter what. But is it the song that makes you cry or is it the the visual? You made a good point. No, it is the song and the highlights. To your point, if one shining moment were to come on like a soft rock station, (laughs) or, you know, I'm probably not listening to it in that regard but what i'm doing is i'm thinking about i'm thinking about the the uh, uh, in my head highlights are playing that's why i said when you said you know the song itself you don't listen to the song itself the song has highlights and meaning now in fact i've already broken down this one i'm a little down on they didn't have fau highlights early right um which i get wait i think usually when they do it best they sprinkle in early on you know almost some uh, foreshadowing on teams that are going to make those Correct. runs. Like, they had no early FAU highlight. They also had no Dusty May in the whole thing, which yeah. I didn't like. They had Laranaga with the extended, you know, hugging the team at the end. I mean, I've watched it back probably. Well, that was the only highlight from Miami's um, game. So, in yeah, all fairness, yeah. that was the only thing that but, was um, good. But I'm saying, well, but I mean, like, they had him. They, did, they, right. they didn't need to have May from the Final Four. They could have May during any of the wins. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it was, um, so I, no, but I, I love the song. And this is, is, was there ever a song that was more made for, you know, that like that moment? And some people, yeah, it might, it might be corny. It might be crusty. Um, but it, uh, you're, but I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give you this. On its own, you don't just sit. But no one listens to it on its own because even if you hear it on, its, on your own, you're replaying college basketball highlights. It is as intertwined as the Masters theme on CBS. It is what it is. They belong together. Now, what? Now, you guys are talking Sunday Night Football. You're showing Carrie Underwood. It was Faith Hill was the original. She was the original. On that. that one sucked too. Do with Carrie Underwood. That one she sucked didn't write too. The song. No, it well, was Faith Hill's song. The lyrics right? suck. They just updated it when Faith Hill got old. They put Carrie Underwood in there. Um, the thing about waiting on Sunday night, it wasn't their way of saying. It was their way of trying to convince us that Sunday night doesn't have to suck. Be, to your point, Ken, Thank that, you. yeah, we're all going to work on Monday. We know that. But son, what they were saying is the best game is on Sunday night. Go through what they, it was really a shot at CBS and Fox. Yeah, yeah, wait all day. We have the real game on Sunday night, as basically, you know, the Sunday night ratings have indicated, you know, for, for 20 years. So they've done a 
but they've done a great yeah. job with that. I think you think that I'm taking a shot at Luther Vandross. I'm a big Luther Vandross guy. That's my dude. Carrie Underwood, beautiful, outstanding performer. Even Faith Hill, not exactly Carrie, but she's great. She had that one one song in Pearl Harbor. Excellent, excellent, excellent ballad. One of the best in in big screen movie history. But again, it's the lyrics of all these that are really, really poor. Like, the stars have arrived. Come on, get up and cheer. Like, stop. Stop. You reached deep inside. Uh, One shining moment, you knew you were alive. That's just, come on, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. If anybody were to see that. You know, a couple years ago, for a few years, they went away from a Luther Vandross version. Right. And that that was a very low point. Jennifer Hudson. Very low point for for, Eric. Now, um, yeah, and it just, Jennifer Hudson's great. Just didn't have the same. Right. Just didn't pop the same way. Um, this one has no lyrics, but it's just popped in my head when you're talking about this. I really love, they played it, I think, the other night at the um, Hall, uh, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Fame, which reminded me. Do you know what song's great? It has no lyrics. The MLB on Fox. Not the NFL on Fox. It was the MLB on Fox. We're going to have find Stone it, find go it. Go listen to it. Yeah. And then they, they ended it. A couple of years ago, because they decided Fox wanted just one sports theme song, you know, which is, you know, the NFL. The, the NFL song theme. On Fox. But, but I think that's but dumb. But listen to the MLB song yeah, on Fox. It's awesome. It was a great instrumental. It, it was great. It was a great baseball instrumental. And it moves. Very. I probably, I'm not saying I watch baseball less on Fox because of it, but when I heard it going into breaks, it might get me stick around, which might in turn have me see one of their sponsors, but they made a different choice. With their musical, uh, see here it is right here. Like this, go ahead and crank it up, Stone. Like this, this I hits. I love this song. And, and Great this, song. I uh, love this. And, song. and and I think that the last World Series on CBS was probably back what when Joe Carter, or it was one of those Braves World Series, because this has been for a vast majority of my life the theme of the postseason in baseball. Through but it's the, gone. It's gone. They got and rid it's of gone. it two years ago. Right. And yeah. and now it's and. and, and yeah, and you also used to hear it when Fox had all the RSNs, the regional sports networks. Right. So, you know, every day had half of the RSN. So you would hear it. That was a common song. They got rid of it, uh, which I thought was a bad, a bad decision. But now they use, for college basketball on Fox, they use the old John Tesh NBA on NBC theme, which throws me off, and I hate. And I hope that they eventually make uh, the right decision and not use that anymore. Because it, it just they use that yeah, on Fox? Fox. Fox bought the rights to it so they could use it for college basketball. It's That's not good. Amazing because you know NBC is going to make a run at the NBA. Exactly, and, I was, and you know they're going to bring back yep. a version, you know, uh, of that. That they will pay infinite dollars to get that back as well because you can't have the NBA on NBC without John Tesh. You just you cannot yep. have that happen. As Steve's here on ESPN 106.3 joins us every week. Ken Levick alive, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Uh, I I do want to ask you. We started the show discussing. What is a sports tradition unlike any other to you? What is your sports tradition unlike any other? Because we are less than 24 hours away, Steve, from Jim Nance telling us over and over and over again that the Masters is a tradition unlike any other. He coined the term, and now he can't stop saying it every single year. But for me, it's the opening strains of of the college game day theme after months of dark Emptiness in my soul and college football has finally arrived again in the last week of August. That, to me, is a tradition unlike any other. For Stone, it's having the NFL on on Thanksgiving Day. Jeanette says, hey, it's just 
You know, me giving shots to people when they come to watch games at my home or at a bar. That's her tradition unlike any other. She's very giving. For you, what is a tradition unlike any other in sports for Steve Politziner? Those are all good ones, but the college football one's kind of weird because there isn't a real college football opening day. The thing, week zero is like a term that's been around for three years. The NFL used to have Labor Day. They gave it up. It became colleges in the last few years. But still, college would always start on a random Thursday or another game. I don't feel like college has an open it has an opening weekend. Sometimes the biggest game is on Labor Day. Right. Sometimes it's on the Sunday night. That's why game day so is not, the signifier for me, though, of hey, now college football can be here. Like not Northwestern. Okay, so you're saying opening week of you're saying yeah. game day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't game you day. disrespect the money games, Ken. Because again, like I don't could, you do it. Like Northwestern and Nebraska in Dublin didn't quite do it for me <laughs> last year, but then college game day, the first full week of the season. Like that's good stuff right there. <laughs> Um, all right, a couple. Like, I don't want to use anything that's already been. Um, there are a few things. Uh, I I love um, World Series Game One. The when uh, when every play gets introduced. Okay, and that, that's that, good. The old school with yeah. the wrap, you know, like the the hanging, the, the things, bunting, the bunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the bunting. It's always seemingly cold wherever it is, That's you're starting cool. to see long. Because you know, maybe you haven't even watched some of these teams or some of these players. Right. And you're, you're seeing, I like the, the World Series game one, the, you know, the intros. I've always liked all-star game intros as well. Um, it, I just hate, though, that you have to have a player from every team. And, you know, you have, like, a pitcher on the Pirates with a 7 ERA. <laughs> right, and right. has to get introduced. <laughs> Bob so, that's, Johnson. That's, that's, that's his one shining moment, <laughs> right. if you want to put it, it like has, yeah. You know, that is my diminished. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there. Um, and my newest tradition, unlike any other, is the new Pro Bowl, or whatever we call it now, the skills thing, with the center, where the center has to throw the ball <laughs> into, into a the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that becomes a tradition unlike any other, because that thing has a chance to have some legs. That thing, I think so that's, that's how the, they... That's I wish, my watch list. That's good. I wish they would just start using that to decide NFL games. Like I think that's absolutely <laughs> perfect. I'm totally with you. Uh, or, so Yeah, or like instead of a coin toss, have the long snapper come out and, like, who can flick it into row 57? <laughs> uh, so this is a question from a fan. And, again, Steve, you can you can tweet at me, at KLV1063. Uh, Steve answers questions from fans. It's why it's called Ask Steve's. This comes from Larry in West Boca. Steve, I have a baby shower that I need to go to, not my own, ha-ha, on Sunday, but it's also going to be the final round of the Masters. It starts at 3 o'clock, and I am really worried that I'm going to miss the final round. How should I navigate around this? Thanks, Steve. Okay. So you're going to a baby shower. Mm -hmm. Sounds like he's got a pretty controlling wife or a partner. Yeah. 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 What? What? And and also, it starts at three, and you're worried about missing the end of the Masters? Are you part of the cleanup committee of the baby shower? <laughs> what the heck are you doing? I mean, baby showers do last a little bit. Yeah, this is a blow-by to me, um, unless okay. it's your family or something. Okay. This is a blow-by. Interesting. Um, this is a... I'm going to make sure I'm the first person there if you have to go or going is the right sure. thing to do. Don't get caught up in the eating sure the baby food game, like all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to make sure I'm the first person there. I do not think staying at a party for more than two hours is rude. 
Like if meaning like I'm sorry, if you're staying at a party for two hours and leaving it, it, it is rude. So I'm I'm the first person there. I'm out of there at you know in the four in the early four o'clock hour, and I'm Irish goodbying that. Okay. No one needs to know. Okay. You know, just make make the rounds. And you're in front of the masters. You're in front of your couch, or you're in front of your TV on your couch at four thirty, and you're locked in for the last two hours. Wait, is this Larry's child though? No, it's not Larry. He said it's not his own. Remember oh, okay. that? Not my own. Oh, okay. Ha ha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. It's well, not if his it's mind. your kid, if it's your own kid, and you care about the masters so much, you wouldn't have scheduled it exactly. during the Sunday final round of the masters. Exactly. Larry would have only himself to blame. Uh, that is really good advice. I agree with you on all accounts with that, Steve. That is well done. And just know from personal experience for me as well. Like I, I've I've been to these baby showers. It's very easy to be like, hey. Why don't you come play the game with all the dads and all the bim and all the kids? You don't need to do that stuff. The fact you're there. Oh, and can I make one other? Yeah, and one. You're right. And one other thing, Larry or Gary, you don't have to go with like your wife and kids. You're allowed to take two cars to things. They may want to stay longer. In fact, I'd encourage them to stay longer so you can go home and watch the Masters by yourself. Absolutely. And then you could also say, oh, I'll take the kids home if they start getting tired. Like you can, uh, I'll take a separate car just in case the kids need to go home separate. Like, or you got, remember, you might have to run that errand. Yeah, yeah. May have to run that errand. Exactly. You might have to grab that dinner on the way home. And you know where you should, Steve, get dinner from on the way home with the Masters? Or maybe you can pop over and watch the final holes of the Masters there. But I have a good idea where you should go. Are we on the same wavelength here? You should. And by the way, it's not only the Sunday of the, uh, you know, of the Masters. Easter. Yep. What a big weekend yep. this is shaping up to be. Easter feast only at Duffy's. Includes your choice of honey-baked ham or oven-roasted turkey breast. Two sides. While you're there, how about the peak teeny through April 9th? Uh, hop on the Duffy's this week with your MVP card and earn points towards future rewards. What about this? A Duffy's Easter meal? And the final round of the Masters. Visit DuffysMVP.com for more info. Duffy's, our game is always on. Steve, well done as always. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Masters. Thank you. Bye. That is Steve Politzi and our Ask Steves here on Ken Levicka Live. I think we covered a lot there. I think we got a lot done there. I feel like we've uh, we, we, we checked a lot of boxes. All of them. All of those boxes. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Yes, we're in a long football lull, but here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, there is salvation. Stone the Banowitz, please tell us how to cop some Palm Beach Capos tickets. Salvation there is. Kenny, Palm Beach County's newest adult amateur semi-professional football team is back and they're better than ever. The Palm Beach Capos are part of a local competitive league with a slate of 12 games. They're four of the games through, two and two record, and they got a home game this Saturday kicking off at 6 p.m. at Welling High School. Oh, I've heard great things about Wellington High School Stadium. I have as well, and I've been there, and I will be there this Saturday, so come check it out. Come tailgate with myself and the ESPN West Palm crew. Giving out free promo items, free merchandise, all the above. You can purchase tickets at the gate for just $10, and make sure to follow the Palm Beach Capos on all social media platforms at Palm Beach Capos, C-A-P-O-S, and of course, for more information, go to palmbeachcapos.com. That's palmbeachcapos.com.
Did you say tailgate? Yes, I did. <laughs> like real tailgate? Let's get busy. Yeah, we, no. Driving professional. <laughs> we can really tailgate. Okay. And that's a real tailgate. Okay. The capos don't care. They want you coming out and tailgate. Yeah, man. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then come see them uh, hand out some L's. You, damn right. That's right. This Saturday, 6 p.m., Wellington High School. Uh, let's go ahead and focus in on some people that are hurty and someone we care for deeply in the golf world, Tiger Woods. Well, what's his condition going to be? Time now for our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. So, with the Masters coming up, to the New York Post goes his caddy, Joe LaCava. And he said the following to the New York Post about Tiger's condition. Quote, he's pretty banged up. If it wasn't Augusta, he probably wouldn't be playing. He still has the power, the swing speed, the shots, and the length to contend. The, injures, uh, the injury, though, is devastating. If he could take a cart, he could contend tomorrow. End quote. Problem is, he can't take a cart. Which means I'm not sure if he's going to be able to even be sniffing contention. <laughs> At Augusta. Also, too, as the New York, Post, uh, New York Post points out, there are some really, really rough days ahead in the forecast as well, where there could be long delays and thunderstorms. And so you know what's going to not help Tiger Woods' leg is just sitting around and getting tight and then having issues after that. This could be a tough, tough injury masters and uh, that, uh, that, that, that troublesome leg for Tiger Woods. So Tiger is the subject and probably not great news for Tiger Woods with our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. When we come back, one of the deep mysteries about this Masters that we had questioned for weeks on this show was answered last night. At the Masters dinner, what in the hell are cheeseburger sliders Scotty style? We found out what that means last night, and it's going to shock you. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. What do you know about that? U.S. Open Polo. U.S. Open Polo Championships played every Sunday through April 23rd. U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium at USPA National Polo Center. Biggest sporting event in the game of polo is the U.S. Open Polo Championship. Most prestigious polo tournament in the entire United States. It's the apex of the Florida high goal season. 1904, the first U.S. Open was held in the Bronx after the inaugural U.S. Open. The tournament was not played again 
till 1910. New York City, Rhode Island, Illinois, Texas, Kentucky, Florida have all hosted the U.S. Open Polo Championship. Centennial year, 2004, U.S. Open relocated to the National Polo Center, and that's where it's lived ever since. In 2020, the tournament was canceled for the first time since World War II, but it's back better than ever and it goes through sunday april 23rd u.s polo assn stadium uspa national polo center in wellington the u.s open final is going to be aired on espn and the family of brands check your local listings u.s polo assn is the uspa national polo center stadium sponsor official club and tournament merch on sale the retail shop at npc every sunday as well uspapro.com don't miss it the horses, the page, the pageantry, and the championships at the U.S. Open Polo Championship, U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium, USPA National Polo Center through April 23rd in Wellington. All right, we need Nance Law, Nance Law, Nance Law work. Nance Law alert, I should say. I don't know why I said a work. Nance Law alert as we talk to Masters. So it starts tomorrow. Last night, Champions Dinner. Scotty Scheffler, defending champion. We broke down his menu a couple of weeks ago, Stone. We've been talking about it periodically on this show and Honda Classic Live Saturdays, 9 a.m. Eastern time here on ESPN 106.3. But Scotty Scheffler and his his master's menu. And let me find this master's menu one more time because it is made for a toddler. I've never quite seen anything like it. Literally, my my five-year-old would have come up with this, okay? So, in case you don't remember what it was, what the contents of this were, there was, there was some adult uh, content to it. Texas ribeye steak, black and redfish. All right, good times. That's your main course, okay? <laughs> but outside of that, mm-hmm. firecracker shrimp, <laughs> tortilla soup, a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie, otherwise known at BJ's Brew House as a pizuki, mm-hmm. and cheeseburger sliders served Scotty style. I'm not making up that last part. On the menu, it reads cheeseburger sliders served Scotty style. <laughs> so, of course, when I saw that the first time, I had to ask myself, what the hell is Scotty style? Like, one, cheeseburger sliders. I find them to be a bit offensive. If I'm going to have a cheeseburger, I'm not going to go with a little baby tiny person cheeseburger. Give me a whole burger. I'll make the decision whether or not I eat the whole thing. But I don't need to be having cheeseburger appetizers. Okay? Mm. This ain't White Castle. We're like human cheeseburger sliders, though. Like, we're just knocking. We're kind of like hat. We're little people. But why have, why, why should I have five cheeseburger sliders when I can have one big-ass <laughs> cheeseburger? I will literally judge a man yeah. on a date if he gets sliders as opposed to a cheeseburger. Yeah. Right, g- give me a big old juicy grab-with-both-hands cheeseburger instead Nobody of... Nobody eats a, a burger to be neat about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not grabbing... I'm not, I'm not eating to be cute. No. Ooh, look at this tiny little slider. Put it in my mouth. Just a little tiny bit of meat. No, 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 no. Give me the meat in my mouth. <laughs> Give me all the meat. Big. Give me all the meat in my mouth. Give me all the meat in my mouth. So Scotty style. What the hell is that? So the Masters puts out photos. Yes, they do. Of. 
These cheeseburger sliders served Scotty style last night from the Champions Dinner at Butler Cabin at Augusta National. Okay, Nance. I hello, friends. <laughs> the Champions Dinner, a tradition unlike any other. So they have a photo of this cheeseburger slider, and I thought like, oh, brioche bun, right? Like maybe some aioli on that or something, Very right? Like that—that that would be if you're going to give a style, it'd be like, all right, that's all right, that's some, that's cool, that's a, that's high end stuff, that's the masters right there, all right, Scotty. Now, it's a regular sesame seed bun. No, it's lettuce. <laughs> it's a piece of meat. It's the beef. It's the American cheese slice. Craft Yeah. And it's French fries. On? That's it. In On the slider. slider. In the slider. So after all that, the cheeseburger slider, what makes it Scotty style? Yep. French fries. I would be so pissed if this was my first time playing in the Masters. Not aioli. Not caviar. No, not no. So it's the gravy. champions dinner. It's it's everybody even, who's won the tournament it before. It didn't even look toasted. I would be so pissed. I'm, I look at me. No winner. I have to impress all my cool new friends. French fries. Here's a little. Here's a little <laughs> sweet cheeseburger slider, and I put some fries on it for you. Enjoy. Any, it's Scotty style. Any drunk peasant does the same thing. <laughs> right. You do that and at three a.m. for the Masters uh, dinner. Uh. Like you can't, you can't tell me that you can't spread some aioli on there. You can't put some sort of exotic relish on there. Nope. Here's some French fries. You want, you want something good? Go to Pramani Brothers on the beach in South Florida. You get the same thing. Congratulations. Again, he had a damn pizookie for dessert. That's <laughs> Jeanette. That's done. I'm Ken. Bye bye.